Hello, my loves. This is Courtney Sage with Sky Above So Within. And I should probably just start recording a beginning so I don't have to do this every time because it feels like the most awkward part of this podcast. Um, at least for me. But happy new moon. We're going to be talking about today, July 20th through the 26th. And I know I already talked about this new moon last week, um, but we'll dig into it a little more today. I think it's interesting, too, because the perspective shifts, right? You know, when we're leading up to the new moon and we know a cycle is finishing and we're coming into a new one, we're kind of viewing it one way. And then when we're beginning that new cycle, we're actually viewing it in another way, you know, like thinking about today being the new moon, I'm looking more ahead. Whereas last week when I was thinking about the new moon, I was thinking about what I needed to kind of complete, what I had to finish up in that cycle and set myself up for this new cycle. And so now that I'm here in this new cycle, kind of like, what do I need right now? And there's a lot of presence, you know, available to us this week. There's a little bit of relief from the heaviness. We've been kind of building to that the past week or so. And I think this is a powerful new moon, but I think it's setting us up for a little breather. You know, it's been a heavy year. And so I think this is a chance to just be present, to just be. Um, I know I've talked about that before, but I really think the astrology, you know, is going to hopefully get us there a little bit. I know there's still a lot going on and a lot we're all uncertain about and thinking about, but try to be with yourself and in your personal space and present with that and what that means. Um, I think there is more to come. So we really do need to take this chance to like regain our energy. And really what I want is for you to take time to enjoy your life, to just enjoy where you're at. Um, and I know that may be hard if you're in a place that feels really hard right now, but I know I've talked about this before too, just finding those little moments, finding those little moments of joy. Also, you know, maybe joy is not the right word, but maybe just appreciation. Maybe in that presence, we can find an appreciation for where we're at. Um, we're headed into Leo season and, and I really do think Leo season's all about that joy, but Sometimes where it's hard to jump forward to those really positive words. And I don't want to push that on you this week. Um, I want you to be where you're at. So Leo season, I think, you know, brings in that joy and pleasure because it's kind of the time of year if you're thinking about crop cycles and farming and kind of like ancient times where, you know, a lot of this would have been created and when we're looking at nature and how the seasons work this is kind of our break in growth cycle and so it's the time of year when like everything's growing abundantly and so that's also it's not the break that is winter break is winter we feel kind of that lack that without that withdrawing whereas this is our break while everything's flourishing and so we've already done all that hard planting like and weeding and watering and nourishing and making sure everything's like stable and growing. So we already did all that spring work, but we aren't quite to the fall harvest. So we're in that in-between time. And you all know this already if you listen to me regularly. It's like, to me, astrology is just such a reflection of nature. 
we're a reflection of all of it. And so using that analogy is really makes sense to me. And so thinking about how Leo season is that time when we get to just kind of like celebrate our success, but not quite celebrating like full on harvest, everything's taken care of. I think there's a bigger celebration to happen after there. But I think right now that's great because the celebration and joy I want you to find right now is just in the present moment in just being, you know, you aren't quite to the finish line. And I think that's really representative of also the energy we're thinking about with 2020 is like, we aren't there yet. There is way more big shit to come. Sorry, I try not to swear on this podcast, um, but I'm not going to start over right now. But we can still find appreciation and joy, if you will, in the in-between times when we do get a moment to pause and relax and just be. Um, We don't always need a big, huge reason to celebrate. We can just celebrate being alive. We can also celebrate the work we've already done because even though you're not there yet and all, we don't exactly know how this year is going to finish for us or maybe you don't know what that big transformation or change is going to look like at the end of the tunnel for you, but you can really celebrate how far you've already come. And I think that's important this week too. And I think that's important with Leo season is kind of being in that in between where you've already put in a lot of work and now you got to kind of step back and let the universe and nature do its work. And you know, you have more work ahead, but that's important because you're revitalizing your energy and yourself. And I think that's important right now. I made a post and I wasn't even actually thinking about this podcast or the blog at the moment I made this post, but I last full moon, I had a big harvest of reishi mushrooms. My sister and I found just at random on a hike and decided to collect them and work with them. And so I've been working with them since then, which, you know, it's the new moon now. So about two weeks and really thinking about their adaptogen quality. And you can head to my Instagram, so join in a line and read about this. I, I, it was a quick read. So I will expand a little bit here where, you know, to me reading about the adaptogens, they know how to work with our body. And so there's some that, you know, have more of a purpose, you know, reishi calms us a little bit. And there's other ones that are stimulants. But they also can kind of go both ways. They once ingested work with your body to kind of figure out how to deal with stress. So they actually help your adrenal glands work better. And the important part is that you're, you know, choosing something to ingest that knows how to work with your body. And I just like loved that analogy that you kind of take the first step and then sit back and let it do its work that this, you know, I'm not having to, I just kind of take it every day and it knows how to work with my stress hormones and help my body process through whatever I need that day. And so adaptogens don't have like the, a laid out format of how they work. They adapt they adapt to what you need. And I loved that. I love this idea of kind of taking a first step and then letting yourself trust that what needs to be done is going to be done, that you're going to get what you need. And so I love that. And one thing I've heard about adaptogens is like, you know, you want to take them on the regular because they get to know your body and they get to do that work continuously over time. So it just had me thinking like the things you give yourself every day, you know, 
start to work better for you the more you do them. So, you know, I'm thinking about this mushroom here I'm taking, but that can also be, you know, things we say in our head, actions we take, um, the way we treat our partner and family, the way we deal with our spirituality, the way we show up for work, the way we treat our space and our house, just like these regular everyday things, you know, that we just kind of do unconsciously not thinking about, like, if we take a little bit of consciousness and do something, how do then, how does it set us up, you know, so to take that then on a different level of like, what are you telling yourself? Like, what are the thoughts going through your mind every day? And thinking about if you take the step to try to put in positive thoughts, whether that's just affirmations or kind of changing the words you say or how you say them, working on that self-talk. If you do that every day and you're conscious about it every day and just take that little step, that starts to bleed over. That starts to shift your like mental, emotional, energetic makeup over time because you're shifting the way you speak to yourself. So if it becomes more positive, you're going to see those positive effects later. Um, Something maybe a little more tangible, like in your house, I think about just like the little picking up things as you go. I'm someone who like cannot take clutter. You know, things need to go back in their place. And that helps me feel more clear if everything's like kind of where it goes and straightened up and there's not a lot of clutter that affects my energy and also then when I do go to do a big deep clean on my house it's easier and so it kind of set me up for success and so as I also wrote this blog I was thinking about how I just wrote that post and how I really think right now is a time for us to have like we've done a lot of work there's still like these regular everyday small steps we can do Um, but how can we make choices to do those small little easy things that land us later for bigger success and not that we won't have to continue to do them or continue to do more work later, but we can kind of enjoy how they're working for us. And we can also practice trust. We can practice presence. We can practice just letting ourselves be and like thinking about how everything's the work that's needing to be done is happening around us. Um, without us and I think that also like helps us transcend our ego a little bit because we aren't doing all the fixing you know we aren't the ones creating all of the change that's happening within us there's things working around us and for us and we're in this big complicated universe and I believe in the web of energy connected through this universe and I believe that you know we we send out this little signals somewhere that creates this bigger impact that comes back to us and so I do think there's a level of kind of taking our ego out of it and knowing you know you can you can have accountability and take responsibility while still like releasing that ego and so I think yes we have to show up for our lives every day yes we have to do the work but we also have to trust that there is stuff happening for us and around us and within us and you know we can't control every single aspect of our lives and I know I've talked about this recently on here so wow that was like (laughs) 
a lot of me kind of going off my script, but I hope that's helpful and helps you also think about how I'm really trying to dig into this new moon and dig into this upcoming Leo season and really just the energy of the world right now. Because, yeah, we are, we're starting a new cycle right now, today, this new moon. And I spoke about this a lot more, about looking back a lot more last week, because we had a new moon already in Cancer on June 20th, last lunar cycle. So this is our second in a row new moon in Cancer. And I really think there's some valuable lessons available through this repetition. So do take the time to examine the past month, taking into account what you've learned, But as you look forward, you know, take into account what you learned. So as you make new choices or maybe tweak the choices you've already made, you're using that information you gained over the past month. I think often we are given a chance to refine and repair. And this is just that, you know, last month you may have said what you wanted, but now you may be more clear as to what you have to do to actually get there. With the moon and the sun opposing Saturn today... I believe there's going to be a concentration on setting boundaries and um, boundaries I know has been a big theme that I think we've been seeing lately. I think cancer, you know, again, it's repeating, but I know either people will be tuning in or you'll continue to watch how these lessons grow as we move through these cycles. So cancer has been teaching us what we need to feel cared for. It's emphasized that act of receiving. So... If you wish to be able to give, you have to be able to receive. It It's a flow. That's a flow. I'm going to be talking about cycles and flow. Giving and receiving is a cycle and flow. If you're only on one side of that, you're not going to get the other side of that. You're going to stop the flow. And so you've been learning how to give to yourself, which also teaches receiving. See how that works? You're giving to yourself. You're receiving what you give. Cycle. Teach it to yourself first, practice that in yourself, and then you're going to use that outside of yourself and it's going to help because, you know, you have to be able to open up to receiving what you need from everyone else around you, especially if you're a giver, you know, I am, and that's why I speak from that side. But right now I feel like also, you know, if you're someone who's been receiving a lot, you might have some opportunities to really give here. And so think about how you can give back. Um, I think since the lesson has been on the receiving end, what I'm thinking about how that connects to boundaries is really when we're opening up to receiving, we can't just take anything we're given. That may be our instinct at first, but you have to use discernment to get exactly what you need because you can receive and it not be what you need. So this is where boundaries come in. You have to get clear on what you'll accept and what you will not. Boundaries do not block receiving, but instead they clarify it. They streamline the process. They get you closer to what you need and ultimately what you want. So once you learn to set boundaries, it should feel good Like they should provide empowerment and strengthen that trust in yourself. I'm talking about trust in everything else, but you need to trust in yourself first. And that comes with giving yourself what you need. And then that also comes with setting boundaries, because if you're just taking anything you can get, you might be like lowering those standards and settling for something that doesn't really give you what you need. And so you're not going to trust yourself. You're going to be like, oh, 
that person, you know, will take whatever. And they're willing to sacrifice my needs just to have this thing. And so you actually build trust in yourself when you set those boundaries to get clear about what you need. So like a relationship's a perfect example. Say you want a relationship and you want love and you meet someone and they're great. They're good enough. They work, you know, they kind of fit some of your mold, but you know, you aren't really getting everything you need in there and you start kind of settling, start settling for, you know, not being fully fulfilled. And so you kind of got that larger thing you're willing to just you want love so you're just willing to receive it you're willing to take any love you can get even if it's not the love that's actually giving you exactly what you need and so then you kind of don't trust yourself as much because you're like putting yourself in a situation that's not fulfilling you and so this is where boundaries come in you know you might have to make the hard decision to say that relationship is not actually although it could be okay it's not actually for me Like, that's not exactly what I need. And so you might have to let it go. And then you can trust yourself, though, because you made that decision for you. And then you can also then trust that there is a relationship out there for you that's going to give you what you need. And that's where then you kind of start learning how to place those boundaries. And you started learning how to receive by taking on that first relationship. You started learning how to receive. And so then when you kind of have that absence of maybe that love or relationship you're looking for, give it to yourself. Continue to fuel that need in ways you can while you get closer to what you desire. And so giving yourself that, finding just love around you and how you're experiencing it in other ways as you get yourself more clear and let yourself continue to receive. You don't have to block that off. Um, Continue to let yourself open up to love and And when you get those boundaries, you're getting clear. You're getting, you know, I'm thinking of tunnel vision, but that's not the right way to say it. You're getting like that laser focus onto what type of love fits into that type of relationship that will give you what you need and help you feel fulfilled. Hopefully that helped fulfill my purpose of what I was explaining. Um, That's how I'm thinking about how receiving and boundary is the lesson that's coming to us. So think about that today with the new moon or when you listen to this, as I always say, if you didn't get your new moon ritual in or intentions on the exact date, do it another day. Feel free to do it when you can. The earth doesn't wait for us. You know, it keeps moving, but that doesn't mean that we can't take opportunities to do stuff when we're able. All right. With that being said, the next thing, you know, I feel called to talk about is that really that the universe has its own boundaries as well. And this feels like limitations. And this is where Saturn comes into play with this week. You know, the universe puts up these boundaries, which feel like limitations, sometimes just because, you know, they're meant to steer you in a different direction, one that may be more suited to you. And You know, sometimes I also do think they're put there to be a hurdle we're meant to jump, you know, inspiring us to bring courage to the surface, helping us learn how to overcome. But sometimes they really are there because something's not meant for us. And I think this is where, again, discernment comes in. And so as Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto are currently so close together, the moon makes the same aspect to all three around the same time. Like, that's just how it goes lately. And so the moon will also be in opposition to Jupiter and Pluto, as well as it is trying Neptune on 
July 20th today. And so I think this is our reminder that the struggles we've been facing are all in the name of our transformation. No matter how that like you perceive them, they are getting you closer to your bigger vision. They're getting you closer to your dreams. They are bringing that into focus. And so, like I said, even if that boundary or limitation feels like it's you're just coming up against it, if you keep coming against that same wall, it's pushing you in a different direction. And that direction may be exactly where you're meant to be going. And so I think although this is at work without you, like we're talking about, I think it is important how you perceive these universal boundaries or limitations. Because I think, you know, with these oppositions here, it's important to not let the hard parts of your journey cloud your vision so much that you can't see ahead. You may feel like foggy coming out of this chaos, especially like the past few months have been kind of wild. And so give it a minute to let it all settle. Let yourself just be, but try not to get stuck in that fog, in that cloudy place. Try not, try to use it as your moment is rest, not your moment of like giving up. And so I think the clouds will drift by and you'll see how far you've come, you know, as you kind of get out of this fog, your view of where you're at, you might be like, oh crap, I'm on the top of a mountain. Like, how did I get here? And that's because you've been moving forward. Those hard things have been steering you closer to where you're meant to be. And so if you feel a little foggy right now, not so clear around this new moon, that's okay. Let it kind of, let it settle and then find that clarity as it comes to you and maybe just pause and take a look around. You know, if you're too busy trying to move forward, you don't get that chance to kind of see around you and take it all in. So on July 22nd, the sun moves into Leo. Mercury is sextile Uranus on this day as well. And I just love this combo so much, like especially after this new moon, especially after all this heaviness and chaos we've kind of been experiencing I think they pair together well to help push us forward. Leo season really does bring pleasure into focus and your personal pleasure, what brings you joy, and it demonstrates how that fuels your personal power. Mercury and Uranus invite you to express your individuality, highlighting the work you will be putting into motion throughout Leo season. And so I think this is important where, you know, as you've been tapping into what you truly need and beginning to get those needs met, you are now being welcomed to consider what it is that you desire. So when we get those base needs met, we get to think about what we desire. So Mercury, sextile Uranus, and the Sun and Leo call you to express yourself. And this should come effortlessly without much thought. But again, like I said, how the work's happening, but it's important how you perceive it. I think it is important here that you do give it some thought, especially if you're still in a process of getting to know your true self or learning to let your authenticity rise to the surface, allowing others to see you for you and just be that true you that you're discovering. So use this time to release any worries of judgment or thoughts of comparison. Like the world needs the real you. You need the real you. And the real you is the only you that knows exactly what you want. You must be that you to receive all that you desire. So there's kind of a first step there, right? You know, kind of stepping into your authenticity. And I think that when we're getting our needs met, we're able to kind of really get to know our true self more because we're not just on survival mode. We're able to start to get to know that true self and let it come up and then start thinking about our desire, 
So that middle ground needs authenticity and then desires. So hopefully through Cancer C and Sin, you have been learning to give yourself what you need. And like that's offering the, your true self the safety and love necessary for it to come out of its shell. Leo energy can cause you to act out of ego when you don't feel comfortable or accepted or when you're too conscious of how you are perceived. And so this is why I love that Mercury sextile Uranus here because it's going to push you through any barriers you may still have surrounding that. Uranus loves to rebel. It loves to be different and unique. It loves to overcome limitations. And so although Mercury may put a little too much thought into things sometimes, here it just wants to let it all out. So let it all out. Release all that ego, all that concern about where you're at, what's been happening to you, how other people are seeing that, how people view that true you that's coming out of its shell. Let that all go and let all of you out, you know, let that true self come up to the surface and your authenticity come out to shine. So this year has been a lot. I, you know, I don't want you to try to hold it all in. Don't even try to hold it all together. It's okay to process in whatever way that works for you. I wrote within reason, of course, because kindness towards other people is very important. So do it in a way that works for you that doesn't hurt anyone. Or maybe yourself too much, you know, don't, don't process in a way that's hurtful to you. But do find healthy ways to process that work for you. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Let it be messy. You have to let it move through you. If you try to hold on to it, it will not move through you. Like literally holding it in keeps it stuck in you. So release that hard stuff, release your feelings surrounding it, release all the emotions that arise. Where you know, the moon began this week in opposition to Saturn, Jupiter and Pluto, then on the 24th it moves into a trine to all three and on the 26th a square. So the moon represents our emotions, so I think this easily demonstrates how quickly emotions can move. You know, that first aspect the opposition tends to feel difficult. And then a trine, trines are subtle and easy. And then a square that always kind of provides a challenge. And so you move through these three aspects to three different planets with the moon in a week. Everything is always changing, always moving. The earth spins, the planets move. Energy is in constant flow. Everything moves in cycles like the seasons. You move through cycles as does your feelings and emotions. So allow them to flow through. Take what you can from these cycles, though. You know, that's it's not all for nothing. You can learn, grow, make sure to rest, revive, and exist. You are human. So we get to notice the divine surrounding us, but let yourself be human with all the flaws, with all that beauty. That is where your power lies, not in something you are not. It lies in you, in your authenticity, and in your own personal experience. So use this week to just be you, to embrace that person to let them feel free to be with every moment that you are you encourage yourself to shine. And when I say shine, I don't mean like put on a happy face, just be you wherever you are at, you know, again, going back to what I've already said, authenticity gets you closer to what you want. So if you try to manifest them from a place that is not really where you are at, like if you're trying to manifest these positive vibes and you're not really there, or you're trying to like be a person that you're not, be a version of yourself that you're not really at yet, you're not going to get what's meant for you. So when I say shine, I mean, be that beacon of light that calls in all that you want to need, that shows your authentic self, be the lighthouse, 
Like the lighthouse does not go out looking for the ship. It's just there. It stays where it's at and the boats find it through the light it shines. So be shining the light that's truly you because then the stuff that's truly for you is going to come to you. And that's Leo season. Lighthouse, be that lighthouse in Leo season. This is how you find your personal power. This is where you find what you desire. And this is how you step into the pleasure of being. Mm, That sounds so good. I'm so ready for this. All right. I hope this was helpful. Happy new moon. I'm sure if you check my Instagram, there will be some sort of ritual. You know, I think I'm going to talk about the magical oils that I've been creating because (laughs) here, I'll give you a little funny story. So I created these infused oils with all these flowers that I've foraged it and infused them in oils so you could use the intentional oils in the ritual baths because I always do ritual baths for the moon cycles. And this was so perfect because last moon, I, I think for the full moon, I like was so excited to put all these beautiful flowers in my bath and I did and it was gorgeous and I got amazing photo that's on my Instagram and then I totally kind of broke my tub it got clogged with all those flowers boyfriend had to fix it probably not so happy with me and my witchy vibes um but that made me extra excited to think about how these intentional oils are great because you don't have to use the actual flowers. They're all infused in that oil and you can just put that oil in your bath and it gives you all the energy of that flower so you can have that ritual bath and not have anyone have to fix something after your beautiful bath. <laughs> so those are still available on my website. I'll be talking about a little bit about them today on a post. And I think that's it. Hit me up, email or DMs if you have any feedback, if you want to know anything else about anything I do. I extended my hours for tarot and astrology virtual sessions, so those are available online. And I would love to work with you. All right, have a great week.